Hello, and welcome back to another Fact Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on breathing and movement. Well, in today's podcast, I thought I'd do a short little stint on why mathematics matters and why science matters. I was uh, driving around and I saw a sign in someone's yard, um, probably a very uh, uh, progressive, democratic, liberal-leaning person, where it said, science matters. And the interesting thing was, from what other words were on the sign, they were basically saying that, you know, watch CNN, listen to what the top epidemiologists have said, and that is science. Well, I thought today I would do a news flash for those who did not like science in middle school. The majority of you. Um, the majority of you hated science in high school and couldn't pass a biology test now if you tried. And I'm not trying to be snarky, it's just not, you know, your wheelhouse. And those who didn't take science or any really hardcore science, upper level, graduate level sciences, um, in college. And the reason I want to point this out is because you have to understand, say, the biology of a virus and how a COVID or coronavirus works and why that's important. Some real basic sciences about them. And when people said, oh, this is a new virus, it's going to destroy us and all that. Not true. That's not how COVID viruses, coronaviruses work. And we have a lot of science And when I mean science, I mean, we've already been through it with SARS and MERS. And those are two deadly bugs that did kill people. But we learned how the immune system reacted to it. And we understand how the immune system works. You've got to have some science behind that, which we'll cover a little bit today. And you have to have some science and experiments on different medications and approaches that helped attack this COVID. So the COVID is a negative RNA sense strand. That means it sends a package of RNA with a specialized enzyme right into the cell to, and the RNA breaks apart. And then the enzyme using your own body's machinery called ribosomes starts rebuilding the virus itself. And that is a shortcut to trying to understand how it works. But that's how a negative sense RNA uh, virus works uh, similar to COVID-19. Now, understanding that, knowing that, you can find ways to block the, you know, the RNA to getting into the cell. There's different medications and approaches to that. Or you can block the enzyme which is found. And that's actually how they check for one of the tests for COVID-19. doesn't check for COVID-19. It checks for the enzyme. Well, you also could have had um, uh, COVID OC43. And as we all know, or probably don't know because we don't study science and we hated it and we watch way too much TV and Netflix. But OC43 is a coronavirus that causes 5%. Yes, 5% of all the upper respiratory infections in the world today. You've probably had it. No, it's not the common cold, but it's pretty aligned with it. And we're finding that there's some crossover immunity. If you've had um, a coronavirus before, duh, you'll be able to attack it because it has a similar structure. 
geometric uh, physical structure, three-dimensional structure, um, the geometry of it. And that's how, say, our antibodies are made. Our antibodies are 3D molecules that are lined up like um, pegs and square peg, square hole, that kind of thing, round peg, round hole. They are three-dimensional uh, objects that lock on to pathogens or parts of pathogens and block them getting into the cell. Now, that's one approach is that B cell immunity, but that's not the first immunity, that's not the first reaction our body has. If you studied science and took some biology 101 when you're 18 or 19, you know there's things called T cells. And our first line of defense is, is before we make antibodies, are the T cells. Now, there's another line of defense. There's a third part of the immune system called the complement system, which reacts very fast and right away. Um, I'm not going to cover that. I'm going to cover that. I'm going to cover a whole immune system in a future podcast because obviously the whole world needs to know how what works in their own body. You know, they get their bodies dressed every morning. They brush the teeth. You know, they go to work. Or they, Some of you aren't going to work if you're in California and some of the COVID-scared states. But it's amazing. You don't know how your own immune system works. And even upper-level medical doctors. Medical doctors go to school. Yes, they've learned all about the immune system. And then they get out and they memorize drugs and symptoms and diagnosing. And that's what we want them to do. But they forget. If you ask them, you know, give me the pathway from a, uh, a T-naive, T-naught cell in the spleen or bone marrow or heck, in your lymph tissue, in your armpit, to become a Th1 or Th2, you know, a CD4 plus or CD, you know, CD8 cell, um, they would have no clue. They could find it maybe in an old textbook, but they have no clue. They couldn't fire it off like that, snap your fingers and fire it off, like many of us who are biologists like to do. Um, and, and it's common sense, understanding that. It's okay. You don't need to know that to prescribe the hundreds of drugs they need to know, which ones react, the side effects. That's a lot of information. But the problem is with specialization in clinical medicine, and I mean even going on to become an MD, you forget the basics. And you have to be brilliant at basics of science. If you don't know, there's three parts to the immune system. And the coronaviruses need all three parts to work. And that's why with all the stats we have now out of Europe, that antibodies are not, are not the most reliable test for immunity for COVID. Why? It's a coronavirus. And we've known for decades that you need three, all three parts of your immune system to have quote unquote immunity. That's why I read, oh, you know, you read on CNN, herd immunity is a fiction thing when it comes to COVID-19. Well, one, they're lying to you. Um, basic biology tells us about herd immunity. That's why they're flat earthers and, you know, wrap, wrap some tinfoil around your head if you're watching some of those stations. But when someone says that to me, I laugh and I'm like, no, herd immunity works. Ask any zoologist, biologist, and the fact that you're living as a human being in 2020. Remember, we didn't have medicine a couple hundred years ago. And you've been around, you jumped out of the trees eh, about 1.6 million years ago and became a hominid, an upright walker in Africa. Then herd immunity is what led you to this point because there was no vaccines, <laughs> Right. So for millions, not millions, hundreds of thousands of years, 
you've been living off a of herd immunity. The strongest will survive. You know, the pack protects the individual. That's how immunity works. But I'll, I'll do a whole thing on herd immunity because it's such a joke that they're actually teaching people that a basic principle of science and biology is not true, or at least they wait, the, the way they write the article or do the newscast. Well, in the newscast, they basically said that, you know, they've shown that a lot of people are still getting sick and you can get reinfected by COVID. Well, of course, all coronaviruses can reinfect you. Ask any um, veterinarian who's been working with parovirus forever. Um, canine parovirus is a coronavirus. The way they're designed, the way they're shaped, your coronaviruses reinfect because you need all three parts of your immune system. The most important part is T cell potentiation. Your T cells need to recognize it first. The T cells knock it out. That's why they show people who've gotten who've uh, got positive COVID-19 tests and never developed antibodies, they're like, oh, maybe you can't develop antibodies. Well, of course not. If their T cells are healthy, they're the first line of defense, you know, it's going to knock them out. Think of it like your house. If you have good window locks, you have good security, good door locks, you have deadbolts, the burglar doesn't get into your house. If he gets into your house, you better have a system. Maybe you're armed. Maybe you have a way to defend yourself once the burglar gets in. That would be more like antibodies. It's different steps. The first step is the complement system. The second step is your T cells. The third line of defense is making antibodies. Get it? So, even getting a vaccine, which is trying to drive up antibody production for COVID-19 pieces and shells and parts of the spike and parts of the viral capsid, that's great. But you may need T-cell immunity. In other words, you may need your T-cells to work. You may need your T-cells to be potentiated. That means they recognize the bug, a coronavirus, and attack it. That's why they're showing, again, in Europe, that people who have had previous coronavirus infections actually have some protection for COVID-19 because it's a coronavirus. It's not magical. It's not evil. It's not, and the statistics matter. And it's amazing how the statistics have changed and people were still scared. It's not getting people that are under 60 unless you have like three or four comorbidities. Other conditions that can kill you. The amazing thing is about this one, it really takes out our elderly. It really does. We have the numbers, and I don't know why we're not spending time on it and figuring this out. But if you're 80 and you have two or three things like diabetes and heart disease that could kill you outright by themselves, you're at risk. Now, I hear lots of stories, anecdotal stories, where people are, they have parents or grandparents in their 70s and 80s and 90s who you know got tested for covid and got tested for the antibodies they tested positive for the antibodies and they may have had a scratchy throat or what they thought were allergies for a day or two no huge symptoms why because their t-cells were strong their t-cells knocked it out and they picked up some antibodies along the way their b-cells said hey it's time to make some antibodies why is this important because science is important. Understanding how this works. Because 
if, say, SARS-1 was affected by quinine because you can drive, oh, I don't know, zinc into a cell and zinc blocks the uh, negative RNA strand enzyme that the virus uses, right? The transcription enzyme. If it blocks it, then too much zinc does that. And we all know that about a lot of cold viruses. You put zinc on your cold sores for herpes, you know. Um, we know that it blocks that transcription enzyme. That's why it works. That's why zinc's important. Well, guess what? Your tonic water, your hydrochloroquine, drives those minerals into the cell. Yeah, if you're taking hydrochloroquine and you got a heart irregularity, it's going to drive magnesium, potassium, calcium into your heart. And if you have a a a arrhythmia, it's going to potentiate. It's going to amplify it because that's how it works. So you have to be careful. Make sure you're taking the stuff with the doctor. But it'll block the transcription of this thing. Done. So what am I saying? It's, we, we need some science. We, we already know that quinine works. They actually put out studies that it didn't work. And they're like, oh, there's hundreds of studies showing it does work for, for COVID and for certain viruses. Oh, well, I guess oh, the, the people who did the study, their math wasn't right. And we have to take it back. Too late, it hit CNN. And I'm not saying this is a political thing. I could care less about that. It makes no sense to me because I just want to see the science. I got kids. And believe me, if I need to hide inside because this virus is bad, I would. But I take the best knowledge, the best science of reality, not flat earth and tinfoil. I study it myself and make sure that I understand it better than the experts. And guess what? That moves me to make decisions for my family and their safety. Math matters. How they did the science to come up with this matters. I know in March, they scared everybody in the state of Minnesota. They uh, actually did a model over the weekend at the University of Minnesota in conjunction with the Minnesota Department of Health. They modeled, you know, how many people are going to die if we don't wear masks or we don't shelter in place and we shut down the restaurants and the gyms. They didn't talk about diet. They didn't talk about zinc. They didn't talk about vitamin D, which all the studies show that the worst case, if you're going to die from COVID-19, you have a bad vitamin D level. But they didn't want to show that. They didn't want to talk about the science. No. Okay. So in March, they scared everybody, saying that the governor came out and said 74,000 people, 74,000 people were going to be dead by July 13th, 2020. If we did, if we did nothing at all, and even if we do everything right, mitigate, you know, don't go outside, six foot distancing, where the hell they get that? You know, COVID's like air. If you breathe air, you're going to get a COVID. You're going to get a coronavirus. You have them on you right now. They're in your lungs now. They're in your house right now, guaranteed. And if you got dogs, you got cats, you got a COVID in there, guaranteed. If you had a, a cold over the last year or two, you've already been exposed and probably had at least OC43. So they said 22,000 people would be dead, no matter if we did everything right by July 13th. Well, July 13th came and is gone, and they weren't even close. The model wasn't even close. They were talking 3,000 ICU beds preparing these stuff. We even spent $6 million of Minnesota taxpayer money on buying an old building so we could have a morgue for stacking the bodies. This is how insane, insane the lack of knowledge of mathematics, math, and science has done to us. 
guess what? They were absolutely wrong. And the amazing thing is no one's actually updated the model because one of the workers, I think, is maybe on maternity leave or is on vacation for three months. They don't want anyone to touch it. They've just taken over. Are you kidding me? Your model's not even close. I think I reported in July 13th when Doomsday came, there was maybe 185 or 200 people in ICU. And that's pushing it. That's forcing people in there. Not 3,000. It didn't overwhelm the system. We weren't, we weren't low on ventilators. Ventilators are so stacked up, you know, there's nothing you do. Can you believe it? That people actually bought this stuff. We had past history. We had basic science. So somehow, someone modeled something based on what? A different type of virus. Perhaps the flu. Especially a flu like H1N1, which is the predominant flu around now, swine flu, because that's the way it's uh, mutated up. And... It kills 40 to 60,000 Americans year in, year out. Kills a lot of Minnesotans. And it kills them from zero to 100 age. And it kills them without, without comorbidities. The CDC a few weeks ago basically showed all the numbers and that the average, with, with the average COVID death, they had 2.6 life-threatening other conditions. Besides the COVID. Now, I actually went through the thousands and thousands of rows from the Excel spreadsheet that they put online. I actually didn't listen to anyone, watch the talking heads on CNN or Fox or MSBC. I went through the site. They had stuff on there like intentional accidents. We call those suicides. How can someone who has an intentional accident be listed as a COVID death? But it was. Heart attacks. There was like terminal stage four cancers on there. Of course, if someone's immune system's weakening and a new coronavirus comes through, you're going to get it and test positive for it. But that's not what killed you. It was your cancer. Or like my stepdad, Cloyd, He did die of a cold last September. He got a cold in October. It moved to bronchitis in November. It was pneumonia and he was gone in December. Did he die of some horrible disease? No, it started out as a cold. But his immune system was compromised. He was 92. He had many other conditions that he was dealing with. What does that mean? That means that his immune system was always compromised. His T cells were probably already compromised. His B cells could not produce antibodies. His complement system was weakened by poor nutrition and not enough protein, not enough sleep, not enough vitamin D. So understanding numbers is important. When we got to July 13th, 2020, and we weren't at 22,000 deaths. I think we were barely at what? We were below 1,500. I mean, we really would have to go out to the streets with machine guns and wipe out citizens. Now, it sounds horrible and tongue-in-cheek when I say that, but to get to the numbers for all the civil actions they did are based on that model, and no one balked because no one likes to read. No one likes to read numbers 
and fact check them and actually do the math and no one likes to understand science. My first textbook on coronaviruses is on PDF and it's from 1987. Yes, we've known about them since then. Now, the recent ones I have from a couple years ago, they have a lot more pictures. I'm glad I purchased them before, you know, the COVID-19 outbreak. Um, I've been talking about how we're going to have some gene jumping and some, uh, some cross-zoonotic, um, cross-species, um, you know, pathogenic COVID for years. And a lot of people didn't listen to me then. Yeah, they may be listening now. At least the, the chiropractic community who's gone to my seminars may be listening if they remember some of those things. And why was that important? Well, the reason I was talking about it is because we're dumbing down and weakening our personal immune system so much that some of these things are going to jump and take us out. Not because of the you know modern medicine so great and we will come up with a vaccine we we have to understand with many of these viruses including the flu virus you need t-cell potentiation and there's only one way to do that strengthen your own immune system strengthen your own immune system that is what is important and of course that's not being talked about in the media i've seen a few things out there in a few in a few articles eat well get sleep take some vitamin d but it's seven eight months later you guys are a little late you've killed a lot of people with your overreaction in one area and underreaction flat earth tin foil hats lack of science and math there's a difference between 22,000 and say 1200 so if the number was 1200 under 2000 if you are 90% incorrect, then you need to adjust your whole model by 90%. That's called math. Did they? No. Not at all. I actually had someone tell us, oh, the mitigation efforts worked so well. Really? Well, if I watch the, the slope, uh, you know, the R, the slope of all the cases and the deaths, it pretty much was steady whether we were masking, not masking, staying at home or not, which tells us, and even in New York where we have people stay home, they were isolated, completely documented, they still got COVID. We know that COVID is everywhere. It's like air. It, it, it's so small. It's carried in the air and it goes everywhere. For people to think that they haven't been exposed to it, it, it that's gross underestimation and gross lack of knowledge of how coronaviruses work. Study just OC43. Just spend some time on that. Spend some time on any book on coronaviruses. Find a textbook on it and read it before you get on your keyboard and start talking to people who may know more than you. Well, it said this on TV. Well, really? I'm great. I'm glad you watch TV. There's been a lot of things out there, too, that were, quote-unquote, science and what the experts said, that were 100% incorrect. The basic science is what counts. Your basics. So how does that bug work? Your mathematics. Did you add correctly? Were you off by a decimal point in some of your predictions? Really? Were you off by, I don't know, 90%? Maybe a decimal point was missed in our model. And they were almost dead on. 
22, you know, they were off 1,000, 22,200 deaths. No, they said 22,000 and scared everyone. But when they're incorrect, they did not apologize. Say, oh, we overcalled this. Everyone back to business. It's not as bad as we thought. No. And they continue. They continue. Why am I a little snarky? I have four teenage girls in high school, and in St. Paul, they're not allowed to show up. They're distance learning. The strongest immune systems in all of the, in the community. And if they do get it, no one has died. No teenager has, no healthy teenager has died. I don't think there's been an unhealthy teenager that's died in Minnesota. Well, we don't want to expose it to grandma. We've been exposing grandma to flus and MRSA and other COVID viruses since the dawn of time. And you didn't care. Now, this one is knocking them out quickly. And maybe you need not to hide them, but get them out in the sunshine. How about giving them some protein? Worst thing you can do is keep them in a long-term care center where they don't get fresh air, sunshine, zinc, protein, and vitamin D. And, you know, come on. That, I mean, you might as well just put a gun to their head now. You're trying to kill them. But that's what we're doing. We're hiding them and isolating them in long-term care facilities, which is the worst thing by scientific understanding of the biology of the bug and the human body and all the sciences come out of Europe from um, SARS-2, from COVID-19. You're doing the worst thing you could do to your grandmother, to your grandfather to your mom, to your dad, to your loved one, who's stuck in those things. Absolutely incorrect. Oh, but we're trying to keep it away from them. It's going to get in there. How about strengthening their immune systems? How about getting them out in sunshine? How about doing what science always showed? And if your mathematic model shows that you're off by many orders of magnitude, you need to change your plans because you're incorrect. What you need to do is learn to strengthen your own immune system. But first, start strengthening your intellect. Go back, learn a little math, learn a little statistics so when they throw something at you, you can stand firm and you know the difference between median and average. Learn how to do a chi-square. Learn to do some probability. Learn to do a little, you know, rates learn to do a little oh is that correlate directly correlated or is it just pro indirectly correlated it happens at the same time learn a little statistics yes mathematics important and it's hard i understand it's a lot easier to watch netflix and so is science and if a lot of you hated biology the reason you're stuck inside and you're scared is because you hated bio biology. The reason you hated science and you're stuck inside and you're scared and you're working from home and you have fear and you can't sleep is because you hated science. Science is important, but real science. Read a textbook. Last time I asked someone, said, oh, science is important. You need to do this. I said, when's the last time you read a textbook? Because you'd be able to counter it because it's just basics. Just basics. That's all it is. Some of this is just basics. And if you get back to basics and build your own immune system and learn a little math, you won't have fear and anxiety. And you can pass that on to your family. And this has been another 
Fact Podcast. 